1: Welcome to the Section 304 podcast. Happy New Year. Um, Yost is on assignment down in Florida.
2: He's getting us some recruits or something. and Maybe finding a coach. Maybe finding a new coach. An offensive line coach. I don't think the head man needs to go No, head. no.
1: I think maybe a new coordinator too, but we'll get into that in a sec. Uh, joined by Durrett. I'm Crum. And... I don't know. I don't know where to start. It's been a wild, wild weekend. I was listening to another podcast, and the guy was talking about how crazy things have gotten for our football program, like around New Year's. I mean, the one year you had Dana leave and we brought in Brown, last year, Schwebe left on New Year's Day, I think. well. Good
2: riddance to
1: him. Right. Right. Um, so,
2: bowl game not the uninspired uninspired didn't look like they wanted to be there total repeat of the pinstripe over Syracuse one of the worst football games I think I've ever watched in my life if uh, I had, if a buddy of mine hadn't shown up to watch the game I would have went to sleep at halftime just absolutely a t- I mean it, it well actually here's the thing. I probably wouldn't have went to sleep at halftime because we were always close enough to be in it, and they never did put us away, so it's just really mediocre football on both sides of the ball, and it was uh, very uninteresting to watch. I didn't think the defense played bad. They were overmatched up front. Minnesota's line were – they had some hosses up there. The defense does what the defense always does. They played played fine, and, you know, to – to let up, what, 18 points? 18 to 6 ends up being the final score. To give up 18 points, you you know, that that's that's a pretty stout performance. Now, they got gashed by what, what apparently was Minnesota's fourth, fifth, sixth string running backs. But, uh, you know, the, the defense did what it always does. The offense did what it always does. The offense is just so bad. And at this point, it's almost become laughable. Like, it's just inexcusable to be that bad and that inept on offense. 18 carries for 90 yards. We seem to abandon the run because Letty's not there. Uh, We're throwing a lot of receiver screens. We're not trying to get the ball downfield at all. Daggy can't stay up on his feet because he's getting destroyed because our line can't block anybody. Couldn't pick up a blitz. It's all around a comedy of errors. And, you know – Three years in, people are going to start yelling about this guy's a bad coach, this guy's a bad coach. Um, Well, he's not going anywhere. Because there's no way they have enough money to afford a $23 million or an $18 million or $16 million buyout that they put in his extension. So he's going to be here. But what needs to happen, an offensive coordinator needs to be hired because our offense is gross. And I know for a fact we've got some weapons on offense. It's a shame one of them, one of the biggest weapons, has decided to transfer. And from what I've read, that wasn't decided till the bowl game, after the bowl game, and how poorly uh, it was played. And he only had one target, and he barely played any in the second half. So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just not good. But it is what it is, and, you know, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I, I, I don't know where he goes from here. His seat's got to be feeling pretty warm. Yes
1: and no. Like you said, the buyout's a huge hurdle. Now, if we go 1-11 next year, I could see him getting
2: fired. Uh, I think if he loses that opening game to Pitt. Oh, the fans are going to be. Well, and and from, again, this is all, you know, hearsay, insider chatter, but they say uh, donations are down. Season ticket uh, sales have dropped in the last couple of years. And uh, you Not know, this past year. Well, this the, past year was good
1: because everyone came back from COVID.
2: Yeah, but they, they, as far as it goes, they say that uh, they're looking at probably a, a decline in season ticket sales. Donations from big donors are down. And, you know, you can say, oh, well, who cares? If you want to jump off the wagon, jump off the wagon. But I hate to tell you, big universities run on big donations and big donors. So if you start losing these guys who are donating big money to your school, then you're going to run into a problem. I think fans are the first to react. Fans are more reactionary, and I'm not. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, he he says all the right things. Whereas to Dana, never would you know talk about anything. People hated Dana for for not talking about things. Now his his layman's terms and trying to trying to gloss everything over and give me a glasses half full type thing after a win like or after a loss like that. That's getting old, too. It's like, come on, dude. Show some frustration. Voice your real opinion. You know what you looked at on that field was trash. It was it was absolute garbage. What would you think of Mathis? I thought Mathis looked Mathis pretty good. Mathis looks fine.
1: He can't block, though.
2: Well, uh, you know, nobody can fucking block. <laughs> so it keeps par for course, right? Line can't block. Backs can't block. We got a couple receivers that can block. Again, Winston's leaving. He's one of the receivers that can block. But... I don't know, man. It's just—it's so frustrating to uh, to just sit and watch that offense just be so inept.
1: It's been bad for three years, really bad. And you can't—it it starts with running the ball. We haven't been able to run the ball. I think what are we when we rush for hundred yards? He's like eight and zero. Yeah, but we we don't do that a whole lot. No, and he, it's against bad teams.
2: <laughs> he has to. Uh, he has to get a new line coach. And I understand that's his that's his buddy, and whatever. But at the end of the day, man, this is a business. And you know, if 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 you're not getting your job done, then you, you have to move on. And I think it's safe to say that Matt Moore is not getting his job done. I also think it's safe to say that we need a true offensive coordinator. That's I, you know what, what you said about Dana not
1: talking a whole lot, not giving you a whole lot. The one thing Brown will not give you is an explanation on how we call plays.
2: Yeah. We don't know. I think they're up there shooting dice. It was frustrating
1: to me to watch us run the ball okay against Minnesota, start get a couple first downs, start getting a drive going, and then we would throw three straight times. When you know they're going after Deggy. All you gotta do against Deggy is rattle him. Once he gets uncomfortable if he has a clean pocket and he can throw a little bit, he's effective. But once you rattle him and start throwing stuff at him and get his jersey dirty, which it was very yeah, it was, dirty especially against Minnesota. Back.
2: Especially on the back. He's he's not the same player. Well, him announcing he's leaving, he's going to find another home. Uh, do you think that's something he decided after the bowl game, after, after they talked? Do you think he knew going in? Do you think they knew going in? Because if they knew – going into that game that he was leaving well Crowder and, and Green should be getting a hell of a lot more than one rep Green got in for one play fumbled the snap never saw field again <laughs> and that whole situation just well it, it, it's it's terrible and what it's going to come down to is I got to think one of those two is leaving and and then you've really put all your eggs in this 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 freshman's basket and you know maybe he knows something we don't but at this point man i would be really surprised if game one in pittsburgh were not starting a true freshman at quarterback i don't think there's any doubt he's going to win the job i i, I don't see I, I don't see any other way around it and you know what brown has put all of his eggs in this kid's basket saving his job. Unless he scrambles around and finds a, a transfer coming in who, who can, who can you know, maybe give a little cushion and be ready to step right in and play. But I don't see that happening. And i tell you another thing. I'm so tired of the transfer shit. I've said this I don't know how many times, and, and I'll continue to say it. Somebody asked me yesterday what I thought of the – or two days ago what I thought of the transfer portal. It's ruining college sports. You no longer have I don't to disagree compete. with you that. You no longer have to. If you if you don't want to compete, you just jump in the transfer portal. Oh, thank you. You're the greatest fans in the world. I'll cherish my time here. I'll remember it greatly, but I've decided to take my talents somewhere else. Well, like the basketball game yesterday, there's a kid for Texas that
1: this is third school, third power five school. He played at Pitt, Minnesota, and now he's at Texas. It's ridiculous. I, I get having... You should get one move. One move, yeah. Yeah. Um, if a coach leaves fine but just letting it become free agency is not good for the game
2: and that's yeah. that's where things are right now and it's 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 really sad and it's killing sports and like I said man the the fun thing about it used to be that you could watch these guys come in as freshmen and develop and you get to follow their career along now they all just leave
1: Well look at Cincinnati Cincinnati had 30 seniors. Now I know they Bama beat them but the fact that they had 30 seniors and made the playoff that's
2: never going to happen again for them. And you know what? The portal while I hate it it's also not all negative. Cincinnati's starting running back played at Alabama. He was down there, he had what 13 carries and they said, you know, great back. Just there's four other guys just like him who were just a little bit better. So he talks to the coaches, they help him out, and he transfers to Cincinnati. Now he's a star, has a great year. I forget what he ran for, 1,400, 1,600, 1,700 yards or something this year. Has a great year. So in that case, the portal works out. You get your offer from Alabama, you go to Alabama. It's a great thing. You're going to, you know, arguably probably win a national championship in your time there. It's one of the the best colleges in the land. They're recruiting you, you go. It's a status thing. But then you get there, you get on campus, and you see that they have Najee Harris. seven other guys that are just like you, who are just about two inches taller, a little bit thicker, weigh 30 pounds more than you, but run a tenth of a second faster than you. So you're not going to play there. So you got to leave. But in this case with us, we're not losing Winston Wright because he can't play. We're losing Winston Wright because – we can't get him the ball we can't make him a a focal point of the offense we can't run plays to get him involved we're losing him because our offense and our game plan is inept that's why we're losing him i would love some
1: explanations for some of these yeah i I mean mean, everything right led us in receiving
2: this year that typically that's not a guy who leaves yeah and from i had read somewhere that uh he had a heated exchange during the bowl game with uh, Brown or the receivers coach, and then he was benched pretty much for the entire second half. That makes sense because you he, didn't he not do anything. He, he had only had catches. he only had one target. You know, it, 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 it was it was they said it was bad. He had not planned on leaving. The bowl game put him over the top. He's out. And you know, look at Ali Jennings went left, couldn't get the ball here. Left went to Old Dominion has a has a all accounts a huge year this year so for some of these guys man who, who are looking to make this you know this is life that that portal's saving them but it's killing college sports but I don't think Wright's leaving because um you think this was a coach I coach I've, told I've, him to I, leave I um, no I, th- I think it's all related to just uh you know he, he he sees he's probably had someone in his ear and he can go somewhere else and get get better play. I've also heard that a lot of the receivers are very unhappy with the quarterback situation. With Deggy or Daggy? With Deggy. With him being there. He can't get him the ball. You know what I mean? So it's it it becomes, it's a it's a two way street, man, and I don't know. All I know is next year you open up with Pitt. And then you got a, a you know a home game, and then you go to Votac. You open that up one and two. You're you're gonna you're gonna lose a lot of your luster, and you're you're, you're uh, well. Pitt's gonna be ranked. Yeah. Oh yeah. And your good spirited uh, press conferences and all your your Barbecues. cookies, your cookies and milk and all that shit. That yeah. ain't gonna fly. No. No. At the end of the day, yeah. it's all about wins. And he, he ain't stacking them. We've had two losing seasons in his three years. I tell you what if it's not for
1: covid last year could have been a losing season because we yeah. didn't play florida state and maryland and probably then we would have been a losing season. then we didn't play we wouldn't have played oklahoma or we did not play oklahoma yeah which probably, would have been an l
2: probably would have been a losing season last year
1: so i don't know i do i i wouldn't be shocked if there's more people who leave
2: oh i'm not sure i think ford wheaton's gone I could see and that. see, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of this shit too. That portal also allows you to be very reactionary, in the in the terms of, uh, okay, well you're pissed off now, but you don't take any time to think about it. You throw your name in the portal. Fuck you, I'm out of here. You know, I don't need you. But you're gonna tell me that I'm not good enough to play. Okay, see ya. Winston's gone now. I'm gone. Who are you gonna throw to now? But and then I, you know, I don't know. Did somebody said Prather had? Uh, Covid. COVID so, yeah. so he wasn't in the he wasn't in the bowl game. He didn't play. I just He hope, might have played this. You just got to hope that guys like that hang around because he started coming on towards the end of the year and I think uh I think he's going to be a big big part of the future. I do um that Juco guy
1: we got on the on signing day. I Texas, he, I think.
2: I think so. He's from a school in Texas like a yeah, community college. I think he's going to play right yeah. away. I, man, I mean, he's done a good job recruiting, and he continues to get guys for 2023 that are highly touted to commit. But, I mean, Jesus. I,
1: I hate to harp on Cincinnati, but during that game, they were talking about, like, their quarterback had no D1 offer, no yeah. FCS or FBS. He was,
2: like, ranked 1,500 and Yeah, and then their and
1: linebacker. Well, you know what that means. That is developing players. Yeah, That's what Don Nealon used to do. He would bring in guys that no one had ever heard of. Anthony Beck, I remember hearing him speak at a football camp, and he had West Virginia offered him in Indiana, PA, a D2 school offered him. Those were his two offers. And then look at what he th- He became a first-round pick. So we have to develop guys. This Us bringing in talent and trying to out-talent people, that is never going to happen. It's no. all about player
2: development for us. And I just, man, I, I just, I don't know what's going on up there. I mean, but it is, it is a live look, concerning, at a fucking steaming dumpster fire. That's what we have over at Milan Postcard Stadium in the football offices right now. And I think what he doesn't want to have happen, I don't think you want Lions to step in and start handling your coaching staff. Because, see, I wonder how close we are to that happening. This doesn't, because at the end of the day, this affects Lions' job as well. Well, that's his big hire yeah that's his stamp on wvu
1: i i i don't think blind should be fired i there's more to being an athletic director than just hiring and winning football games yeah there is there's there's a lot of yeah there's more um what i would call management like business management not not necessarily sports but it will also reflect on him because
2: that's that's his guy well if he pisses enough guys off at the board of governors he could be gone too yeah and, I mean, you know, you start thinking, you you start losing all these donations and all this money coming in, and it's because, you know, this fucking offense is terrible. And you hate to think that money controls it, but money makes the world go round. And like I said, I don't, I don't think Brown's a bad coach. I think Brown has some coaches around him that need to be changed up or new needs to be brought in. And the offensive line's been bad all three years he's been here. The special teams have gotten worse too. Yeah.
1: But, again, it all comes down to running the ball. That's yeah. all they should focus on in the offseason. Figure we have, it out.
2: And we have very, very, very capable backs back there.
1: Yeah, there's talent back there. I definitely I think a lot of it is the O-line. And those guys played a full year together. They're all going to be back. There's definitely some talent up there. They should be dominant
2: next year. They should be, and you're gonna, you, you know, you're gonna find out right out of the gate because Pitt's returning a shitload of guys. You're gonna find out right out of the gate where you're at, where you stack up, well, what the, you got. Is the guy who won the Belitsnikov coming back? I think so. Oh, I shit. know their quarterbacks leaving. Pickett's going. Pickett's gone. He's trying to go pro,
1: but they have a guy from USC coming in. They have a transfer. There you go and their
2: whole o-line's coming back. Transfer save your world. Good a uh, good o-line makes a lot of problems disappear. Yes it does. Now Michigan's o-line is supposed to be one of the best in the country and they just got fucking flat out ragdolled. So, you know. I didn't see that. I
1: thought that would be a better game than it was. I thought
2: both of those would be decent games, both were blowouts. Best game of the fucking bowl season so far. So, I mean, I'm not watched them all because I'm the guy who thinks there's way too many and a lot of those bowls I don't give a shit about. Um ours included. I think should disappear. I, th- I think anything played before New Year's Eve and New Year's Day should be just eliminated. Be like 20 of them. Yeah, That's how it used to there's be. There's way too many. And then the Rutgers getting their shit kicked down there because they're a fill in for a cut. It's like, eh, you know, a pass. But that fucking Ohio State game last night, wow. That one in the Oklahoma State Notre Dame game were outstanding. Yeah I, yeah, I did watch Oklahoma State yesterday. Down 21, come back and get the W over the Golden Domers but yeah no that that guy for ohio state number 11 smith and jiga smith and jiga is he going pro no can't i think he's too young and they they said i heard herb street talking i remember i remember watching the the special that herb street did on the three receivers with uh uh alave smith and jiga and what's the other guy's name who set out last night uh but he said he did. You know, he interviewed all of them and he asked them all. You know, who's the best receiver on the team? Who's most talented? What? And he said, Alave and the other guy both said him, and that's the guy who was getting no talk. Hell, Marvin Harrison had, had a hat trick too. Marvin Harrison Jr. Stroud's had, a tough. He had three tutties He had three last night. But that their quarterbacks really, really good. Smith and Jigga should have had four touchdowns. He fumbled one. Oh yeah, in. yeah. That was a huge play. Yeah. But that was that's probably the most exciting game I've watched. And God, I'd kill to have some offense that could do that. I don't think I don't think we ever have to worry about that though. <laughs> you say that though. We used to have one of the best offenses in the country. Yeah, we. Are. Well, I'm sitting here looking on your wall right now at fucking number twenty up there. It used to be a game breaker. Kevin White over there was a game breaker. We could we could take the top off. We had people who could throw to him. Slayton. Yeah, I mean Major you know, it's just it's nuts to me to think that this program is, has fallen that far, but uh it has. And I, I honestly everybody thinks I'm crazy and they think, you know, oh you're nuts. There's no way it'll happen. Game one, we're starting a freshman. I don't think there's any question now. And and I think he, he's probably getting ready to arrive to campus and I think he's gonna get right to work. And I think he knows it's his job to lose. Being we talked about Brown's job security,
1: if this guy comes in and comes in, starts, improves every week, I mean, that's the best way to start quieting the naysayers. I don't and think there are a whole lot of naysayers. Well, it's, I think people it's, are mad at how – Bad the
2: offense is, but I don't think people want to fire him. No, but it's always the voice of the minority that's the loudest. Yeah, you know what I mean. So your your anti-climbers are much louder than those who still support. So the negative is always louder than the positive. The anti-climbers, yeah, the anti-climbers are always louder than the <laughs> than the fucking people still trust in it. I'm just glad I didn't buy any of that trust to climb shit they were selling this year.
1: I, as far as the climb's concerned, I am going back down to base camp. There's some bad got, weather up at the too, top. There might be some avalanches. I've watched like three or four mountain climbing documentaries in the last week and a half. So You're I'm sure. I'm back down at base camp, refilling the oxygen. Reassessing the situation. Reassessing, waiting for the bad weather to clear, and then give it a day or two, and we'll see if we're climbing again. But I'd, I'd, I'm I'm unsure right now. Uh it's for me it's just the lack of improvement on offense cuz it's it is not good.
2: I just need to see a offensive coordinator hired or a new offensive line coach. You can keep Matt Moore on your staff, keep your buddy around, good for you to have your friends on staff, but uh demote him. Maybe he'll get poached too. Demote, yeah, right. Fucking idiot. yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of coaches that we've been waiting for a long time to get fucking poached on other staffs that they're still <laughs> sitting there on the fucking right beside them. But uh, just, you know, you can keep him. Just demote him. Make him a new Dan Nealon. All right. Well, let's take a break. You want to talk about basketball?
1: Let's crunk? talk some hoops. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning.
1: All right, welcome back in. Uh, Time to talk some hoops.
2: Not the best outing yesterday. Uh, No, but when you heard he was out, I mean, you had to expect it to be, not. The yeah, your over leading score. It's twenty points out of the lineup, and then your spark plug on D, your energy guy, I mean, energy guy, one and of your freshmen who plays, you know, a decent amount. He Kobe spells Johnson. the point guards. Yeah, so um, that game went about how I expected it to go. But again, this is you're talking to me. I don't love this team. I don't expect much from it. And, uh, you know, so (laughs) that's about what I figured would happen yesterday.
1: I mean, the turnovers were unacceptable. They had, I think, 20 turnovers and probably 12 were in the first half. They really, really struggled in the first half. You could see that with – I mean, when we find out Sherman and those other guys were going to be out like Thursday or Friday, they really had no time to prepare for this. So, um. Bright spots yesterday. Jalen Bridges played really well in the second half. And he's always been the guy. The third guy, the third scorer.
2: He should well, be. Will he carry it over? Whenever I, the I don't other know. two whenever the other two are there with him, he defers. Well, he, he should, should stop. not defer. He should stop, but he doesn't. Um, there's still not a lot of great presence on the inside scoring. Uh Kerrigan and Polly Kapkin both board and block shots but uh we don't have a great inside presence um the offense seemed to move the ball around a little bit more yesterday than they would if taz and mcneil were in together um but i'm sure out of that game yesterday you've taken the uh you what you've taken away from it is that you are probably correct about that which i don't think anyone said that the team doesn't need taz i think you know uh everyone knows that but um it's uh very very evident without him we're even worse i can't
1: disagree with that yeah i mean they they got after mcneil i think they figured we can focus everything on him and stop him he still had like 12
2: points he didn't play bad but he had a he had a tough time well you're going to figure out too um What you would have got to see yesterday is how teams are going to play Taz. That's what I wanted to see is how, because you're in conference play now. You're not playing Radford. You're not playing Youngstown. You're playing teams that, you know, the Big 12's arguably arguably the best conference in basketball. It's not even arguable. It is. Well,
1: They said if Oklahoma State was eligible right now, all 10 teams would be in the NCAA tournament. There you go. And it's, it's absurd. I, I would not count on a lot of road wins this year. No. You need yeah, to get two or three. What's
2: going to be interesting is to see how teams play Sherman because I think there's a lot of double teams coming his way. I think there's a lot of trapping coming his way. And it'll be interesting to see how he handles that and how our team responds to him being the focal point of the defense, of legitimate defenses. Because, like I said, I think, okay, we're what – 10 and 2 10 and 3 we are 11 and 2 okay so you're 11 and 2 clemson's probably your best win um Uh, now you're looking at it you're getting into uh you're getting into conference play and like you said all 10 teams would be eligible so you're never getting a night off but every win's going to be good. Yeah, but but every night's going to be every night's a fucking be fist fight. It's going to be rough, and and you're going to see what this team's made out of. And I just I don't know. I mean, it'd be great to see if if it's just Taz doing all the scoring, we're in trouble. Somebody else has got to step up, and McNeil will be there. You know, McNeil's going to get his twelve to fifteen a night. Yeah, but how, when's he going to get it? Is he going to get it late in the game when it doesn't matter and they're just letting him bomb, and then, you know, you're padding stats, or is he going to get it by, you know, being, being there early and early and often? Because, you know, he's had some games where in the first half he didn't do much. Second half he ends up, you know, late in the game he, he hits two, three, two or three threes and gets his stats up, but he, as a whole in the game he played not so well.
1: I don't know. I think it's all about the third guy. Someone else has got to be the third guy. Early on, I thought it might be Curry. I need, Once, I need Bridges to be the number two Bridges, guy. It's got to be Bridges because Curry, Curry played really bad in the first half. Really bad. Had a lot of turnovers. And then in the second half, he settled down. He got to the free throw line, and he ended up scoring 14 points where he was – trying to dribble through the defense which is a problem for him I've seen him do it way too many times he sort of settled down he got to his left and he started getting the hoop and when he can get to the left when he can get to his left
2: he's all right he's all right and you know Johnson's on Kedron Johnson's not a scorer no he's a defensive defensive guy defensive stopper that's the thing you trade him out you trade out your uh offensive guard for your defensive guard. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, Jalen Bridges is the X factor on this team. Everybody knows what Taz can do. Everybody knows what McNeil can do. Bridges is your X factor. Until Bridges steps up, consistently gets you 12 or 14 a game, uh, it's gonna be I, tough. I think we're in trouble. And I think the, the, the expo- we'll be exposed in the Big 12. Well, we're
1: going to have to lean on our defense. And yesterday, Texas just came out and shot the lights out. Um, They always do. The 20 turnovers didn't help, though. Just unacceptable throwing the ball away, unforced turnovers yesterday were a huge problem. I think some of that's due to Taz being out, but you can't do that in the league. I mean, you can maybe get away with that against Youngstown and... Radford. Radford and
2: Bellarmine, but... Like you said, every night's going to be a tough game. It is. It's going to be a battle, and uh, I just don't I, – I don't know that uh, – I don't I, – I mean, you hate to – I hate to harp it, but Bridges has got to be the guy. C X X Factor. Until he decides he wants to be the man to step up and play one of those lead roles, we're in trouble because I just don't think Catrell's going to be able to uh, to get it done. I think he's a year away. Pro- probably. I mean you gotta give him a break because of his uh because of his uh you know, his year with the Achilles and whatnot, but you know, I I think he's gotta
1: put some weight on man. He he does not look very um confident
2: inside. I would agree with that. And, you know, like I said, an Achilles used to put people down for a year or more and he, he's now he's now at the point where he's um you know, he's not even a year out from tearing it and uh he's 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 back and he's playing and um you know, so you so you have to respect him for that. But I just think that uh Jalen Bridges has gotta be that guy to come through and consistently give him twelve to fourteen or we're gonna be in trouble and it's not we're not gonna get great results. I think until until Bridges becomes consistent giving you double figures every game and at least six, seven, eight boards a game. I think it's going to be a, a tough road to hoe for us.
1: I think Hugs needs to sit him down and just say, buddy, if you're not taking eight to ten shots a game, what are you doing? He was seven for 11 for yesterday, four for seven from three. Deep. He's a good shooter. There's no reason for him not to shoot. I agree. And he's, he's passive and – there's no reason for him to be passive. He's a good offensive player, and I don't know. We need him. I, he doesn't have to get 18 a game,
2: but if he can get, like you said, 12 to 14, that's perfect. That's all you need. That's what you need from him, and that's what you know. That's what's going to be required. Um, it take a couple bad shots, man. It's okay.
1: I yeah. mean, Taz and McNeil take bad shots.
2: Now we get a we get a break. The TCU game got postponed right. due to uh, COVID, so you get a break to get our guys back from there covid protocols hell even jay jacobs was in fucking covid protocols (laughs) what nightclubs he at with taz and fucking kobe and and gabe i mean where's what's jay doing and then uh so you you get the break for monday then you come back saturday against k-state at home gotta win that one and then you get oak state at home gotta win that go then saturday the 15th you go to kansas so I mean, the road is the road is legitimate and it's 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 tough and you're going to find out what this team has, and uh, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be
1: something to watch. Yeah, Kansas State and Oklahoma State are must wins because after that, like you said, at Kansas, then we get Baylor at home, 5 p.m. tip. That's weird. Then at Texas Tech, I've watched Texas Tech. I'm going to be a rock fight game. Always is always is so, especially down at their place. It's a tough one. I, ugh, I don't see I
2: don't see a whole lot of wins. It's tough, dude. It's tough. Man. It's tough, and I mean, like I said, you know, the, I I and a lot of a lot of people give me shit for it, but I'm I'm not super high on this team, and I think that the exposure is going to show that uh maybe i was correct i hope i'm wrong but i feel like i'm probably gonna be right and you're gonna get to see it uh in real life here here soon as this schedule kicks up now do i think your boy is gonna is gonna fold to the pressure H- he'll get his uh because taz is score and that's what he's gonna do but i question what mcneil's gonna do I think he could fold to be impressed up on D and and people coming at him. Because I still think he's more of a standstill, set shot type of guy. I would like to see him get to the free throw line more.
1: That means he's got to attack the basket. He doesn't do that very much. He settles for that fadeaway mid-range shot, which he can hit. I mean, he does hit it. but That's the guy. You want to see that free throw percentage go up. That's the guy who needs to get to the line maybe bridges too so we'll see I it's gonna be tough I mean I think we need we're 11 and 2 we're gonna have to go 7 and 11 in the league to get in the tournament how do you feel about that it's gonna be tough and I don't know I I don't see a lot of road wins I'll tell you that right now no Because every environment in the Big Twelve is pretty good. Yeah, I don't think we got. We're gonna sneak a couple though. We might win at Kansas State. Um, I'm not sure about TCU. I know they have a pretty good record, but I don't think they've beaten anybody. That would have been a good win had everything gone right and our guys were healthy. Um no, 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 winning monday tomorrow- tomorrow night, oh, I thought you were talking about yesterday, I was gonna say, even if our guys were healthy, I don't think we're beating Texas, not on the road, not with how yeah. they shot. I think if we get them in Morgantown and lock them down a little bit, I think we can beat them, but they're pretty tough. I but mean, they're all transfers too that that's the back to the transfer portal um, but we'll see hopefully everyone gets healthy, gets rested, and they'll be back for Saturday.
2: But Stronger than ever Back And batter than ever Have you looked at tickets For that Kansas State game? Uh-uh Not I'm cheap go, I don't go to a lot of basketball games Because it's just It's like an up and back Two hour thing And it's like I could watch that on TV And then just be in my chair Yeah You know At home I could spend that gas money on A plate of chicken wings Or something You know oh shit with how Expensive chicken wings are now Well And you go boneless Get the, Get the tenders Get the tenders Fucking! I never thought I'd see the day that they have chicken wings as market price on a menu. Like we're eating fucking lobster, lobster. lobster <laughs> Pardon tails. me, ma'am. Can I? Did I order wings or crab legs? <laughs> oh, those are for the wings, sir. Market price: two dollars, two two fifty a wing. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on that. But uh, now nah, I don't know, man. Football is a fucking dumpster fire. Hopefully, some shit starts coming out. Hopefully, Bryce Ford Wheaton decides to stay. Uh, hopefully Neil fires Matt Moore. We get a new offensive line coach. Fuck it, let's dust Rick Trickett off, bring him back. Uh hopefully we get an offensive coordinator. It's a shame Rich Rod just got hired at Jacksonville State or wherever the fuck he landed, or we could have probably called him and got him back up here to call some plays. What about that? Fucking oop de oop. Uh apparently he took some of his old staff members with him. I don't know who I didn't I saw McGee Trickett. I think that's it. Clint Trickett or Rick? Rick. Oh, so he's already fucking snaked our line coach. Yep. I don't think Brown and Trickett would mesh nah, well together. Brown's brown Brown doesn't Brown wouldn't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Fucking Rick Trickett chomping a fucking cigar in his face, telling him to go fuck himself. Brown would have no idea how to deal with that. Knocking his fucking barbecue grill over, challenging him to a fight at his house in front of his kids. Brown may shit his pants. See Rick Trickett coming at him. Well, something's gotta be done. Matt Moore has to be fired. That's the big victory for me this offseason is if he gets fired and or demoted and we hire an offensive coordinator. Players are going to leave, big fucking deal, BFD. That's what recruits in the transfer portal are for. Go find some more. You know, I mean, Winston Ryan I wish you the best of luck.
1: Seven scallies left. How many of those are transfers?
2: I'd say a decent amount.
1: Probably all of them, close to all of them. Maybe you sneak a recruit in at the end.
2: A frat, uh, high school kid. Some, or Juco. I was I was talking to somebody the other day. They said that the word is he's scrambling right now for a quarterback. Not good. I don't even... I, I, once, once Nico announces his number, I'm buying a, a whole assortment of shit from overseas. And I been selling, you're all in, aren't you? Selling them at the tailgate. Got to be. Man. No choice but to be. What I, else are you going to do? I can't remember ever starting a true freshman right out of the gate. Well, big fucking deal. Oklahoma just did it. Yeah. Well. And you know what? I was talking to somebody the other night, and they were like, yeah, well, that's Oklahoma. Okay, well, what's that mean? Why can't we do that? N- uh, Nico's a highly touted guy. Yeah. He's not some no-name coming hey, in. It's like, you know? well, that's Oklahoma. They're expected to do that. Well, A&M did it with Benzel. Well, that that's, that's different. He's no, – oh it's not different. Stop fucking thinking that we can't get guys here who can play right away. That's part of the problem. It's like a whole defeatist attitude. Like, have some fucking faith in this kid. This kid, you know. And then it's like, oh well, I watched him play against Bishop Gorman. He didn't do anything until that last drive. Well, okay, but what did he do on that last drive? He fucking nutted up and and got down the field and Puked scored on the win. Ball. Yeah, and got got the job done. Got the W. Uh, hey, you know, I'm ready for it. I, I think I think, something we need to breathe some life into the I think, offense. I think that kid's going to be a superstar from day one. He is not hurting for confidence, and I look forward to watching him and pray take the top off at Pitt and throw throw it deep. And uh, I think all those who are doubting him will be eating shit burgers for lunch, for breakfast, lunch and dinner after he goes on the road and and beats Pitt and and, and Big Neal with his sun visor and, you know, with his sun visor on, can come to the post-game press conference and tell you. you, And not have to say. You just witnessed the first game of a superstar. Not have to say. Oh, credit to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Credit to them. Really got to credit them. They, I'm they, hearing credit to them
2: a lot, way too much. No credit to us. No credit to us. Or it's going to be fucking credit to us, the Pitt game, and it's going to be credit oh, to Nico Markiel. Credit to Nico came in. Pecker smacked Pitt, hung his nuts right over their face, threw for fucking three fifty and four touchdowns today. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how you start a freshman a freshman season. I'm I'm here for it. Quarterback Jesus is here. Like like you said. We don't agree on
1: much, but we're both on the same page with Nico. Bring him in and play him. There's no other choice.
2: You have nothing to lose. Because, and you know, somebody said, well, he says Crowder's so good. Well, okay, he said Green was really good too before he put Green in the game and you realized he really couldn't throw the ball or he didn't know what was going on. He just had legs. So, in that case, what I say is he's full of shit. He's going to feed you the backup quarterbacks, always the better guy. And you're not going to get to see Crowder. If Crowder was that good, Crowder would have spelled Daggy numerous times this year. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not here to listen to the bullshit. I think this kid steps on campus January, whenever they go back to school. Probably to what, two weeks? And he's in there hitting the fucking room hard and taking over the quarterback's room. That would not surprise me. No. I mean, I heard him when he announced
1: officially going to West Virginia, putting pen to paper, like, he's polished. He's really polished. I think he will go in from day one and earn respect. And By the end of the spring, he's
2: the guy. If I'm a wide receiver, I'm just elated to have somebody throwing me the ball other than number two. Because all that bullshit, you know what? That, though they loved,
1: bull- they really liked him. I think he was a good guy, good locker room guy. But
2: at the end of the day, as cliche as it sounds, you have to win games. And I mean, all the bullshit they spewed about him and how improved he was and how great he was and how he was throwing the D ball, and then you come out and you see right away that that's just not the case. I'm glad. I'm so glad that he he decided to move on. Good luck to you wherever you land. You know, thanks for coming and patching it up and getting his two losing seasons. Greatly appreciated. Uh, <laughs> you did so much here in your time. I don't uh, have anything against him, but no, a lot of it's not his fault. No, a lot it's of it he, he couldn't he couldn't get any time. I mean, he's still putting numbers up. Whatever, thank God, he numbers, but. Uh, he the only, led the he, league in passing. He, well, the only number you that matters that? is fucking when Ws it. and Ls. Yeah, don't That's give all, me I don't stats. Yeah. I don't care if you Mac Jones it and throw the ball three fucking times, as long as you win. That's what it comes down to. Put some Ws beside your name. I don't give a shit if you throw for two hundred thousand yards. If you if you're if you're engineering losing seasons, take your stats and, and jam them. Nobody gives a shit. The only stats that matter are wins and losses. And bottom line, you ain't getting wins. You're getting more losses. So, Fairmont State may want a quarterback, and you could still live right there in Morgantown. So, good luck to you. Enjoy that last year, wherever you're playing quarterback at. Uh, You know. I certainly won't miss the under center, and I can't wait to see. I assume he's probably going to wear number eight. That's what he wore in high Is that school. His high school number. I can't wait to see eight step under center at at, at up at. Where are we playing them at Heinz? Yes, at Heinz. What a perfect place for him to start his career. What an NFL field. Against a ranked opponent, yeah. it will be ranked. I will guarantee you that. And then it's Hello World. After we bitch-slap Pitt and he puts up numbers, it's Hello World. I'm here. Then he goes down to Blacksburg. Yeah. Gets a big one in front of a hostile crowd. And and fucking fans are losing their minds. (laughs) Neil's a savior. Nico's Nico's exactly what we thought he was. And I can't wait to see it all play out. Well, the road environment at Pitt should be pretty friendly to us. We'll have... What, 25000 I probably fans. won't make that trip because I got uh, – I don't think I'm going to go up there. I got a trip to the Presidential Cup in Charlotte that I'm going to make for the Sunday rounds. Uh, golf has become a lot easier for me to watch these days than Mountaineer sports. Mountaineer football and basketball. Yeah, yeah, golf's just become easier to watch, and I, you know – I can still play golf. I can't still play football, so golf I can watch and try to figure some things out with my own game. But uh, Nico gonna, Marchio next year. Jerseys? Everybody, mark it down. Get ready for it. Yeah, we're going to – jerseys? Yeah, I'm going to do jerseys. Once he announces his number, I'm trying to get my entire section to buy a jersey. I'm meeting real resistance from Coop. Refuses. Not a jersey guy. Has a hockey jersey, but he told me that's a sweater and there's no name on the back. A Mountaineer hockey jersey? No. Who? Blue Jackets hockey jersey. Oh. He got drunk at the game. I talked him into buying it. <laughs> puck, puck dropped. I said, dude, you ought to go get one of those jerseys. He goes, that one was pretty sweet, wasn't it? I said, it's pretty solid. He ended up going out there after this second or third Columbus uh, They make some special beer in there. He drank two or three of those, and then he went back and bought the jersey. But uh, he he won't get a an eco jersey. But I'm I'm gonna sell them. Those that I get at their extra will be sold in the blue lot. Who's his first nil deal? Uh, Daniels. of Daniels. Morgantown fine looking Phil. Gonna deck inks him inks out. Him, inks him up. Gives him a nice tie. Nice nice shirt. Nice tie. Probably some gators. Give him a nice pair of slip on gators. And. Uh, and I'm getting pumped now. Daniels at Morgantown. That's that's his Daniel's men's shot. Does message. he keep
1: the hair? Yeah. yeah.
2: Does he let it grow even more? Probably. And you know he's gonna wear one of those fucking sweet headbands. Nice. Yeah. Full Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Full Trevor Lawrence. So if he plays like Trevor Lawrence. Not in the pros. College no, Troyes. It's kinda Lawrence. not his fault, but it's Urban's fault. <laughs> that piece of shit. What an asshole. What a fucking asshole. God, I wish Josh Lambo would have broke his fucking jaw. Can you imagine? You get knocked out by the field goal kicker. Oh, man. His stock is completely. He's a tool. Completely tanked. He'd be lucky if Rich offered him a job at Jacksonville State. (laughs) What if Lane Kiffin calls him and offers him a job? I did not see.
1: I get, well, their quarterback got hurt. Yeah. I did not see them only scoring a touchdown. I fell asleep. I couldn't watch that game. Well, you were hungover. Ex- extremely hungover. <laughs> extremely. New Year's got away from me. It Was up what, till four in the morning. What drinking. kind of shots you do? I didn't do any shots. I took out a twelve pack of winter lager, mixed in another German lager, and then had a bunch of Bud Lights. No diesels. No diesels good call on that yeah that head would have really been yeah, fucking diesel's would have with the fucking diesel yeah I might have fallen down the stairs across the street with the diesel's but yeah yeah I'm recuperating got a little head cold uh, you found your way and I don't know we'll be back next week Yost will be back hopefully he went down and
2: found a new line coach he should be back who knows about him the guys always somewhere hopefully he finds a new line coach that's all I can say maybe we hire Barry yeah. Barry you, could Barry could probably teach him how to block better than this you shit. You think so? Yeah. Trailer park Barry, teach him all them redneck rules. <laughs> Macy uh, ought to get Barry
1: up there. <laughs> Barry <laughs> Barry could hit the shit out of the ball. I don't know if you know that or not. No. no I've
2: never talked to Barry about his baseball career.
1: Barry, Barry was a hell of a baseball player. What did he play, first base? Um, Pitcher. And I don't know what he played out in the field. Had I think to be he hit like, base. I, I want to say he hit like eight or nine dingers. His had to year. play first base though. I I don't remember. I don't remember. It's going
2: way back. I go back what in the vault. It? It's either first base or what? Is it right field? Is the shit the shit spot where you put the worst? It might have been a shortstop. We're ended on that because there's no fucking way Barry was a shortstop. There's no way. I'm telling you, he was good. There's no way Barry's playing <laughs> short. Short's the most athletic person on the goddamn field, and there's no way that was Barry. Just don't buy it. Let's get out of here. Yost To be back next week. We'll be back next week, hopefully, talking about kicking this shit out of K State. But uh, either way, in Nico, we trust. That's the new saying. Fuck, trust to climb. In Nico, we trust. Forward we move and may Matt Moore find a new home, not coaching at WVU. Fire him, Neil. Fire him.